Good afternoon, everybody. I hope everybody's doing good. Um, we're kind of in a, it's not a holiday, but it is a holiday. So the holiday falls on Tuesday. Today's Monday. Lots of y'all are off for a long weekend. Some people have to work today and then are off tomorrow. But whatever your plans are for this 4th of July holiday weekend, we hope that you are having a good weekend, a safe weekend, and are able to hopefully eat some good food and hang out with friends and family. What are we talking about today, sir? We're going to talk about marriage. It's fun. Marriage is great. 24-7. <laughs> anyway, if you've been married any time at all, you know that, excuse my dogs out there, they're having a fight. I'm sorry. Um, it very happens special. very, very, very frequently in my house. It's crazy. Anyway, if you've married any time at all, any time, you know that marriage is not something that's simple. Marriage is not something that's easy. Um, if you're the kind of person that says, oh man, marriage, as soon as I got married, it was wonderful. The rainbows and sunshine and everything was great. Uh, I can't talk to you because I just can't because it's not true. Because you're not an honest that's a, person. That's a lie. And so uh, marriage is really, it is a process. It, when, you, when you become married and you sit in front of everyone, you say your vows, you do all these things, um, it is a commitment. It's a lifelong commitment. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we forget that. Um, when it gets hard, we're trained to, when something gets hard, we do, we can do two things. We bear down and we fight. We fight. Or we just quit altogether. And I think marriage is something that you're, you're when you, when you say you love somebody, when you love somebody, and you're telling everybody in the world, when you get up in front of people, I love you with all of my heart. I'm going to, for better, for worse, till death do us part. You have to mean those things because there's going to come a time in your marriage. I, I'm going to be honest and be honest right now with everybody. There's some time in my marriage when I first got married that I woke up and I was telling my daughter then I just, I woke up and I said, what the heck did I just do? <laughs> what, what, what happened? Because I think that we forget when you say I do with that person, you're trying to make your old habits, your old ways, and somebody else's habits and their old ways come together to make one person. That doesn't happen overnight. No. That doesn't happen in five years. That doesn't happen in 10 years, guys. It does not happen. You don't, it's not a fairy tale. It's not a book you read, you know, or happily ever after. Or they go to the sunset in the horse and <laughs> the sun falls down and it's so great every day. No, it's it's it, and then she's laughing because it's marriage is tough. Yeah. If it was easy, I, I hate to say this, if it was easy, we wouldn't need divorce court. On we wouldn't need any of this stuff. We would all stay married, mm -hmm. right? But it is hard. It is tough. And we just want to get on here today and let you know, give you some encouragement. If you're having a little trouble, if you're struggling, if you're not sure what the next step is, it's all right. We've been there. We've been there. God, what do I do next? I really can't stand this person that you've given me, right? I don't know what to do with this person, right? I mean, note to self, guys, when you're in it, you're in it. Yes. Ride or die, yeah. right? Yeah. Ride or die. And and the beautiful thing about marriage if you if you keep going and work the process, yep. okay, and you 
You do conquer things. You do get over situations, and you stand beside each other even when it was tough. You look over, and they're still there beside you. That's a win. Yeah. We were talking because um, we may have mentioned it on here before, but this year coming up will be our 25th, so we've made it. We've made it to silver. Hey. And so, um, <laughs> but we were talking, and we were talking about like when we first were married, and he, I think Grant was saying that somebody said something about, oh, man, if I could go back to those first years, and I looked at him, <laughs> no. and I was like, I don't know what kind of first years those people well, have, but no thank you. I wouldn't. I would not trade the relationship that we have now to go back to be younger for all the money in the world. Because um, another thing I wanted to talk about is when he was talking about it, it's a process. You know, people always tell you, well, they're not going to change once you marry them. People don't change. Well, here's the deal. People do change. Because if you're not growing and changing, you're like stagnant water. And I don't know if you guys have ever been around stagnant water, but it does not smell good. And so when people say, oh, well, they're they're not going to change, the two of us have grown and changed together over the last 25 years. Um, When I first met this guy, he wouldn't stand up for himself to save his life. Nothing. He would just take it, take it, take it. And then the mouthy woman comes along and is like, why are you putting up with this garbage? Now, he still puts up with way more than he should. You know, he's come home and he's shared with me some stuff in the last like six months. And I'm like, why did you put up with that? I mean, you know me, of course, you know, I come from the other side where I'm like, I will throat punch you. Like, shut up. Don't talk to me like that. Now, am I that way as much now? Absolutely not. Now, there are some people that I can't help that they don't deal well with direct communication. And so, you know, I'm a mean and horrible person, but it's fine. I have grown a lot and, and I'm not ready to fight everybody. Now, if you come after one of mine, yes, I might be ready to fight you, but that's a different story for a different day. But, um, you know, we were talking about it the other day. You do change, you do evolve. And again, that's the way life is intended to be. I mean, let's think about who you were at 20, or for you 20-year-olds, who you were at 15. You're not the same person you were. You shouldn't be. Not that your younger person was bad, but you're growing and you're maturing every day, every year. And so, for those of you like us that got married when you were young, we were, what, 22, 22, I think? 22. Um, And so... As you're growing, we had the opportunity to grow together. And so, but think about when you were young. When you grew, what happened? You hurt. Because, and so you would go to your mom, go to your dad, your grandma, your grandpa, and be like, man, my knees are hurting. Man, my elbows are hurting. And they they would tell you, it's growing pains. Because those muscles and tendons, they're elongating, they're stretching. That's a painful process. So when you're growing, when you're stretching, it's going to be painful sometimes, but it's worth it. I mean, now I know there's some of you people that are very still very much short, but it's fine. We don't grow real tall in our family, Mm -hmm. but you know, you, you're not the same height you were when you were 10. If you grew up to play basketball, you know, thank God you got all that height on you now, 
because your height at 10 maybe wouldn't have been, you know, high school point guard height or whatever. And so those growing pains are worth it. They make it worth it. Okay. Unless you're about to say something else. To the guys, listen up for a minute. Here's where I think when we get married that things change. And this is why I'm not being, I'm just, just saying this. This is why marriages don't last long in this country. Okay, this is why. When we get married, we look at that person. And I know people that are way more spiritual than me. They're not going to like this, but I'm just going to say it. I, when I first met Tina, I didn't look at her heart and see how beautiful her heart was and what? how beautiful her mind thought. I, I looked at her outward appearance and I said, my God, I want that. <laughs> and see, if you're too, not holy, too holy, you don't understand that. But we look on the outward appearance because, hey, I got eyes and I like what God made, right? And here's, here's the issue. We get married five years. Six years, 10 years, and here's what happens. We forget why we fell in love with that person. We forget being at a track, looking at them walk or run and say, wow, <laughs> wow, that, I would like to have that as mine, right? And then guys, here's where we mess up. Can be can be honest with y'all, we get too comfortable and we let our muscles that they got attracted to go away. And we say, you know what? She's mine. She's not going anywhere. I'm just going to sit here and watch football on Sundays. Not do anything. Not going to exercise. Not going to work out. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm speaking from experience. And then you wake up and you're the marshmallow man. <laughs> You've blown up like a balloon. Now, men, I'm sorry. Don't you want your wife to say, oh, my God, look at that guy. Look at his muscles. Look what he looks like. He's standing there. Now, think about this. Think about this. Are we giving our wives something to look at? Let's just be real. I'm cutting the spiritual. I'm not being spiritual at all. Let's be real. We are humans. We like to look at beautiful things. We got to look, look at things that are attractive. Are we giving her something to look at and say, man, that's my man. And that we've all, we talk often about the, the, um, the double standard. It's true. Because all of the men want the wife that is going to fix up and yeah. put her makeup on and look nice and be beautiful. What are you doing? But they can look however they want. And if any of y'all have been around a long time and you know this guy, you can go back on our Facebook videos of, of even this, and you can go back a couple of years ago. And yes, Home Slice was much larger than he is now. And for me, it's not so much about the looks. For me, it's do you care enough about your family to take care of yourself and be here for your family? Wow. Wow. Because if you're sitting not taking care of yourself, not eating right, not, I mean, put the looks to the side. You're saying that you're more worried about your complacency than making sure you're going to live long enough to see your grandkids. And that's not okay. No. I mean, we, we here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to live as long as I can with the woman that I love. However long that is. 
I don't want to hurry the process. I know a lot of people, man, I'm ready for Jesus to come back. You know, I'm not. I, I want to live some life. I want to still live with my wife. I want to see my grandkids. I want to see my wife and my wife, my daughter get married. I want to see all these things. I'm not ready to go anywhere. So what am I doing to prevent that? Right? And yes, you can go back and look at me. I'm just pre I was preaching to me. I was telling you me, my story. It got out of hand. I got to me. I look in the mirror and I've seen those pictures. To me, I looked unattractive. I'm just saying. But I will say this. He said you're initially attracted to the outer. You definitely are. But then your deep love comes from the inner. You fall you do fall in love with their heart, their oh. mind, and oh. who they are. And so when he was in the phase where he thought he wasn't attractive, we had been married so long to the point, that's not what I looked at. I married a man that, for all intents and purposes, treats me like a queen. Y'all, if I didn't want to do something, I don't have to do it. My mother tells me all the time, oh my lord, Tina, you're spoiled. You know what? You're 150% correct. I am spoiled because I waited for a man that would treat me accordingly. He treats me, I, I, don't, even, I don't even think I can put it into words. You could ask our kids how he treats me. That would be a good example. But you fall in love with them and as you grow with them and you fall in love with that heart and, and who they are as a person. And that's the bond that makes you, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. This is my person. You know, and the one thing you can't do is you can't ever let life get too much in the way that you're not able to enjoy your person. I see people all the time, oh, my kids come before everything. Not in this house. Not in this house. My kids do not come before Ask everything. Him. Ask them. He comes before <laughs> my kids. I come before the kids. Yeah, true story. Period. And y'all can y'all can sit there and say we are crazy. That's fine. But okay. Your spouse is going to be there, or your significant other is going to be there after the kids are grown. They're going to be there when that job ends. They're going to be there when that other, you know, outer circle relationship ends. They're going to be there after everything else. So that's who you need to put your effort in. That's who you need to sow into is your spouse, your significant other. Because they are your ride or die. Because when the world around you falls apart, that's who's going to be there. And if you don't cultivate that relationship, then let's say, let, let's go back to 2020 when I lost my dad. Had we not been cultivating a relationship and I go through the loss of a parent oh, and we hadn't been cultivating, what does that allow? That allows for someone else to come in and be like, oh man, Tina, I sure hate you lost your dad. Yeah. And start comforting me in a way that he wasn't equipped to. And then what does that lead to? Oh, this person meets these needs. This person. Mm -hmm. And if y'all think it doesn't happen that easily, you're crazy. We could go down and give you lists of examples of couples we've seen that something along that storyline happened. Speaking of which, you, you don't need to be sharing your heart with other people that you could, like if you weren't married, people you could potentially have a relationship with. You see what I'm saying? Like I don't need to be sharing my heart with other men. 
I can have acquaintances, I can have friends that are male, but as far as sharing my heart with them, sharing things with them, no, no, that's not okay, ladies. It's not okay. And I was going to go back after I talked about the attraction to the body outside. I was going to go back because for me, I'm just, I can only talk for me, not for any other man. From my experience, I was a very outward appearance looking guy. And that's what I looked at when I got married, man. I, I wanted that. I wanted that. Now think about it. As time goes on, I can give you times that her outward appearance had nothing to do with me being attracted to her. The things she would do that I learned, okay? First off, she was raised, if if you don't know, she was raised with a lady that would give anything she had to anybody that mm -hmm. needed it, okay? First off, she was raised by that woman. And so what happens, it trickles over to her. And and so she she's given a van away that she's driven, a van, a good van. That we could have sold and had some money. She'd give it away free of charge. I watched her do it. Watched her. I've seen her countless times be in a store and just sit and talk to people and listen and be concerned. Legitimate, genuine stuff. Yes, it frustrated me because I didn't understand it. But that's attracted to me to her. Not only is she beautiful on the outside, her mind is beautiful. Her heart is beautiful. Everything about her. And so, if you let time go on and you and you get to see those things, I will say this: make make altars, make altars in places that you see something that wows you, and set it down right there, and write that time down. You remember this when this happened? So when it does get tough in your marriage, you can go back and say, "Hmm, do you remember that time that this happened?" and it was rough, but this, we got through it. We're here today. Because mm -hmm. see, 25 years, I can go take you back some times that I did not know what was going to happen. I'll just be quite honest. I didn't know what was going to take place. And let me tell you something else. When you're married and you have a good marriage and, 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 and people know it's a good marriage because not only do you show on the, your home it's a good marriage, people know when you're walking in Walmart if it's a good marriage. So you can true. tell. People are going to become jealous. People are going to become, how to say this in a nice way, want what you have, but they can't have it, right? And so you have to protect what's yours. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It is okay to protect 100%. what belongs to you. 100%. And I mean, whatever you need to do yep. to protect this, mm -hmm. you better do it. Yep. That is what God has called you to do. Yep. Don't be, oh, well, I got to be i got to be so nice and polite to them. No, no, no. They're trying to break up something that God put together. Yep. I mean, you come out swinging. Not physically swinging, but I mean, you got to put your gun, you got to put them out there, and you got to do something. Back up. Yeah. This is mine. Because there's there's two different ways people can respond. Um, if they see, like, the way that we've always been, if we see somebody that has some attribute in their life that we would like, that we want to get better at. We're like, hey, how do y'all accomplish this? And you learn. But there's some people out there that don't have that kind of heart. True. And they'll either look at y'all and be like, man, how do y'all do that? Or they'll look at y'all and be like, hmm. Because y'all, jealousy is an ugly thing. Yeah. And being jealous, you, I can't remember the exact 
difference in jealousy and envy, but the, the worst one is um, I not only want what you have, but I want it so bad and I can't get it that I don't want you to have it. It's true. It's true. And so sometimes those kind of people in your life will start trying to cause a wedge yeah. in between the two of you. And it starts out very subtle. And sometimes you don't fully realize it until you make a break. And then you're like, oh, yeah, wow. oh, they were trying to make a wedge. You know, the whole divide and conquer thing. But this is not our first rodeo, so we're good. But I just wanted to say also, because your spouse, significant other is going to be there when everything else goes away, don't treat them like an afterthought. Don't let life get so busy and in the way that they're an afterthought and you take for granted, oh, Grant's always going to be there. Oh, Tina's always going to be there. I don't have to worry about it. No, because if you if you go through life like that, like what if we had done that? Y'all, the, the one thing that we tell people, don't stop dating. Y'all, we make it a priority. In our brokest of broke days, it was driving to a 24-hour Walmart, buying groceries, and then treating ourselves to a $5 DVD and then going home to a house with no kids in it and watching a movie. True. You think I'm kidding. True. I am not making this so up. True. But it was our time because our kids were staying the night with grandma and that was our date night. You know, or it might have been, you know, we drove also to Applebee's. Remember they used to have the half-priced half appetizers half after 9 after p.m. So again, you go to Walmart and then you go to Applebee's and you split a couple of appetizers because they're half price. Hey, you may be broke, but you can still have fun with your spouse. Y'all got two bikes in the garage? Get your tuchus on the bike after it cools down and go riding around town. You're spending quality time together. You don't have a bike? Guess what? Your town has a park. That's right. Go to the park. Walk the park. Don't have a park? Go to the high school where there's a track and walk the track and talk to the person that you chose to spend the rest of your life with. Because if you don't invest, think if, if we hadn't spent the last, <clears throat> let's see, we've been raising kids for 23 mm, years. A lot of years. So for 23 years, we put our kids before us constantly. What happens now? Y'all, our baby girl just graduated. Yeah, she still lives at home, but <clears throat> we're not her priority. She goes and does her own thing. And so what would happen, we'd be sitting here going, huh, who are you? Yeah, what do we do now? What, what, what are we supposed to do? We don't have kids to concentrate on. We don't have this to do. We don't have anything to distract us from each other. And now i got to figure out, who the heck are you and why are you in my house? Y'all, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And so you've got to keep investing. And so <clears throat> just funny story just to mm. show you. <laughs> Kind of how we operate, um, and yes, it goes back to the physical attraction, but that's fine. Um, ladies, if you your man is normal, he's always finding an excuse to touch you, okay? Sometimes, yeah, it's annoying, ladies, but would you want the opposite? Ignoring would you, you really want a man that ignores you, that never walks by you in the kitchen and slaps your butt? Like, is that really what you would want? Because I don't think that it is. So the other day, um, the kids called, the big kids called, and they're like, we're really hungry for breakfast. If we buy everything with a breakfast food, can we have breakfast for dinner tonight at your house? Sure. Yes. So the big kids 
they drop off all the breakfast stuff. We set a time. So the big kids come over. So we have everybody. Well, we were missing the, the little bonus kid because he was out of town. So we had everybody else. And um, cooking breakfast. And Grant and I are in the kitchen. And, you know, hugging up and being our normal, you know, annoying selves to our children. And Jasmine is doing the rolling her eyes. Oh, and Oh, God. my God. Yeah. And, uh, but our son who's 23, now married, now has a kid, and has listened to us for 23 years, beating his head. Families first, families first, families first. When you get married, your spouse is the most important in your person in your life. But not only did we tell him that, not only did we drill that into his head, more importantly, we showed him that. We showed him that in our actions. We showed him that when we sent him to grandma's house and was like, hey, this is our night, sir. Or when our anniversary comes, our kids know. Yeah. We're going out of town and you're not going, y'all. It's hilarious because both of our kids, they will, they will come and tell us, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, yeah, they went out of town for their anniversary. And they took their kids. Ugh, why'd they take their kids? I said, that's really sad. I don't know. I don't know. So, y'all, those things you're putting into your kids, they're paying attention. But anyway, our son who's grown and now understands the importance of sewing into relationship looks at his sister and he goes, you know what? Be quiet. There's a reason they've been married almost 25 years and still like each other. He said that right there. That's why. So, It works. It will work for you to pour that into the next generation. You know, and fun fact, we haven't even mentioned the fact that both of us were raised by single moms. Yeah, we were. And so you can't say, well, I never saw a successful marriage. I wasn't raised up in a house with a successful marriage. That's unfortunate. <laughs> but do what we did and sit on the tailgate of a truck in the church parking lot and hash all this stuff out before you get married. And you make the decision sitting in that church parking lot. Hey, your mom was single. My mom was single. We're not doing that to our kids. No. So when Grant and I were growing up, we were the exception because we came from single parent homes. I can't speak for Grant, but I got judged. I had friends' parents that would be like, oh... Your mom is a single mom. Okay, let me throat punch you because my mama loves me just as much as everybody else's mama loves them. And she, I promise you, she works. Y'all, how my mom raised three kids on her own, I don't know. I couldn't do it. There's no way I'd raise kids without this man. Couldn't do it because this guy, when I had a bad day, I was like, these are your children. (laughs) I'm going in my room, shutting the door and watching TV. And what would he do? Guys, mom is stressed out. Let's leave her alone. And he would entertain those kids. So I could go chill out. Ladies, if you don't have a husband that does that, you need to get him into shade. I'm just saying. Find a better, no, just not find a better guy, but get your guy to be better. You have to make your marriage a priority. It's got to be on the top of your yes. list. Above your job. Yep. Say above, it. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say it. Above your job, whatever your job is, if it's a manager at a restaurant, if it's a manager at Walmart, if you're a pastor in a church, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're doing God's work or you're doing Walmart work. Which is also God's work. I'm it's still like, God's work. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. It's God, <laughs> I'm saying sometimes we can forget, you know, yeah. that 
that woman at home is more than just a baby maker. Oh. Is more than just someone that lets me have, makes children look like me. It's more than that. She's more than doing dishes. By God, if you ever come to my house and think that only women do dishes, you're getting a little mood in my house real quick. She doesn't do my laundry. I do my own laundry. We need to get our stuff straight. Get it straight. She's not your, hold on. She's not your worker at home. Mm -mm. She's not your slave. She is your partner. Your ride or die. Men, I'm sorry, I'm going to tell you straight. You're not her ruler. You're not over her. You are her lover. With her. She's me, and I'm her. If you see her by herself, you get me too. Yep. If I'm by myself, you get her. Yep. You got it. Just, hey, young couples, it does not happen overnight. If you're saying, how do you get that? You got to keep working. You yep. got to keep tilling the ground. Yep. You got to keep it. It's work. Come on. It's work. Because when you get the finished product, we're not there yet. My gosh, I know people married a lot longer than us. Yeah. And I want what they have, but I still got to work at it. Yep. It's not going to just magically happen. Oh, well, God, you may have a good marriage. Amen. And be done. What? God's got to laugh at that. You married her. You deal with it. Figure you, it out. You put the work in. You put the work in. I can't make your marriage last. Mm-hmm. you got to make it last. And the coolest thing is once you put all that work in and you start getting down the road and it's a little less bumpy and it's, there's a few less potholes and that road is getting a little smoother, the coolest thing is, is you do, like when you first get married, like you said, you're here and you're here. Mm-hmm. But as the years go, yep. you get intertwined and you start working as a single unit. That's Y'all, the goal. There's nothing better. That's the goal. You 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 start to know what the other one is thinking before they say it. Um, if you are a couple that's walking with God, God's going to speak to mm. him going to speak to me the same things we're going to come together and say hey i'm really feeling this in my spirit and you're wow same thing that's your goal just operating like a like a well-oiled machine i know it's time's up and we really got to go but i really got to share this if you're out there today listen to this and you're like grant tina i want that person that you're talking about i want that person I just don't know how to get that person. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a couple steps, easy steps. When I was 15, I told my mom, "Mom, I don't want to be single my whole life. I want to be married." After seeing my mom go through a nasty divorce, I told my mom I wanted to be married. You believe that? I wanted somebody to love. I wanted to have children one day. You know what she told me? Have you prayed about it? Have you asked God to send you that person? No. I haven't. Well, son, every night when you pray, why don't you ask God, hey, God, it's me again. I know you got them out there. Can you send them my way? And it's so dumb. Sounds dumb. I prayed when I was 15. I got married when I was 22. How many years is that? Seven? That happened overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. Next thing you knew, quit looking. That was going to be mine. Stop looking. The problem is we get... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We get so... Caught up. Oh, I got to get married. Oh my God, my parents are married. When I was this old, I got hurried. I'm behind. 
whose scale are you behind? Yeah. Whose scale? Oh, chill out. Live the life God intended you to live. Quit looking for Mr. Right or Miss Right and keep tilling the ground. Yeah. Keep asking God, God, I'm still here. What's going on? And I promise you, I promise you, he, I tell her all the time, if I were to, if I were to sketch a picture of the person that I wanted to be my wife, it would be her. She doesn't believe me, and sometimes I can't believe it, but it'd be a picture perfect of the woman I'm sitting next to right now. God knew exactly what he was doing. Here's the problem. When he had a good marriage, here's what makes a good marriage. When I'm weak, she's strong. Yep. And when she's weak, I'm strong. And so the whole that's what thing makes a about good marriage. opposites attract, people are like, well, that's facts. silly. No, it's facts. Well, here's the deal. <clears throat> Our pastor in Oklahoma used to tell us, if y'all are exactly the same, one of you's not necessary. True. And so again, if if you know us beyond just our podcast, you know that we are truly opposites. <laughs> He's cool, calm as a cucumber. I will fight you in the parking lot. He keeps me level. He keeps me sane. More importantly, he keeps me out of jail. Cause like right now, I for sure have a list of people I could throat punch on a moment's notice. Y'all, I'm too pretty to go to jail. But more importantly, I like to go on vacation, and so I can't lose my job. And so, not that the throat, people I want to throat punch are not at my job. Don't say that. But, you know, if I throat punch someone, I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to lose my job. You know, they kind of frown on teachers, you know, doing that kind of thing. But anyway, um, I know it's a silly analogy, but when he was talking about just pray and leave it alone. When you are, um, think about if you've lost something in your house. And you need this thing. You're looking, you're looking, you're looking, you can't find it. Okay, so then you're just like, whatever. You let it go a week. What happens every time when you're not looking for that thing? You find it. I know that's a silly, simple analogy. But the right person is going to come at the right time, the right place. And fun fact, it may not be wrapped up in the box that you anticipated. True story. So stop looking. <laughs> live the uh, way you're supposed to be living. Oh, they'll they'll appear. Okay, you you running way over. You got to be picky too. Oh, <laughs> you got to be picky. I gotta go. We gotta go. But that's the three steps I would say. You gotta pray about it. Leave it alone. Quit looking. You have to quit looking, and you gotta be picky. I can't tell you, ladies, how many times I've had ladies tell me, "Well, it must be nice to have a man that treats you like that." What do you mean it must be nice? I waited. Y'all think I'm not spoiled? Before I had a ring on my finger, this homie would tie my shoes. We'd be out in public and my shoe would come untied and he would bend down and tie my shoes. Please don't tell me I'm not spoiled. I would still do it today. Oh, uh, he does. I would. Fun yeah. fact, because he always tied my shoes when he proposed, I thought he was tying my shoe. So. He did. <laughs> anyway. Hey, way over time. Way over time. Uh, I know. Hey, here's the thing. We got to go and we hope you guys, whatever you're doing today with your family, have, have a good time. Make some memories. Yes. Please. Yes. Make memories. If you're struggling in your marriage, go back. Go back and find the reason that you fell in love and married. Find that reason. Find yeah. that why. Why did I pick this person? Because you had to pick him for a reason. Okay? Yep. And then take him out. Yep. Whatever you need to do today, you two do something together. Yes. Dump those kids it's with about, somebody and go. And if they're, if they're over 10... 
You got a TV? Turn TV on and go somewhere. You don't leave the house, I'll be back in a little bit. It's okay. They'll be fine. They'll be okay. Do something for YouTube. Make that person feel like it's all about them. Yep. Because in turn, it is all about them. It better be. So guys, hey, like I said, have a great afternoon with your families. Make some memories that, you, that you're going to remember yep. forever. And we love you guys. And thanks for listening to us ramble and just talk <laughs> about what's, what's in our hearts. This kind of stuff's in our hearts. not something yep. we just talk about. No. We believe in it. And happy marriages is one of the things that we are most passionate oh, about. Oh, probably number one thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so we go don't. invest in your ride or die today. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.